0: From the flight deck. This is the Plane Jockeys Podcast, where we dig into some of the stories and personalities you've seen on airline videos live. Our estimated time en route is, well, however long these guys want to chat. <laughs> now sit back and relax and enjoy the show. It's a lot more fun than reading the safety card. I promise.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Airline Videos Live Plane Jockeys podcast. I am Plane Jockey Kevin, joined once again here today by fellow Plane Jockey Rudy. Hello, hello, everybody. So good to be back on the Plane Jockeys podcast. And we are outside the famous In-N-Out Burger outside of LAX once again as the planes fly over our head. We seem to like that, I guess, Rudy, huh? Oh, yes. And I even had a burger just a little while ago.
2: Very nice. So good. Very nice.
1: Well... (laughs) Not only just us here today but my gosh special guest Jeb Brooks welcome to the podcast
3: hello thank you so much for having me i am i, I am just having a fan moment here this this yeah. is so amazing to be with you guys in this i mean i think we can only call it hallowed ground for yes. aviation enthusiasts this is such a special place with some special people excited to share some aviation enthusiasm right here, right now. Absolutely.
1: And I mean, just as we were setting up here today, we had a couple of uh, fans coming up and
3: we, they walked out of here saying, oh my gosh, this absolutely made my day. <laughs> uh, that's true. That was very exciting. It's always it's always fun to, 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 to engage with people who are in this community. Yeah. We love aviation. It just brings people together in such amazing ways, doesn't it? Absolutely.
2: It, yes. yes, I agree 100%. And I have to say, I'm a little starstruck myself. So good to have you here today. What a special treat. Well,
3: it's, it's a good thing we're outside. My head is getting so big, <laughs> I'm not sure I can walk back. Some
1: nice weather out here in Los Angeles. You just
3: got here today. The perfect timing. I mean, it's always beautiful here. At least it's always beautiful on the live streams. Yes, I know that's absolutely. true. So it's it's nice to be here in person. It's a beautiful day,
1: and of course the planes flying over your head here. I mean, nothing better, right? You got the
3: sunshine, you got a nice cool breeze, you got the planes flying over your head. It's just perfect. And I'm going to go ahead and ask for forgiveness from the uh, listeners if I get distracted by those uh, planes flying over. That's your head. all right. No uh, worries. That's
1: okay. We understand. <laughs> so, Jeb, maybe there's some people listening to this and may
3: not know exactly who you are. Can you tell us? Yeah, I'd love i to. So uh, my name is Jeb Brooks. Uh, many of you know me as Jeb Brooks from GreenerGrass.com. I make videos on YouTube really about going from one place to another. Most of them are about aviation, about flights. Uh, Typically, uh, looking at um, well, all kinds of flights, all kinds of flights all over the world, uh, and getting to share those experiences um, with with my viewers. And uh, recently, discovering all kinds of new uh, forms of transportation, making videos about trains and even buses. So, really, any any kind of means to get from one place to another, including (laughs) but not limited to Southwest
1: Airlines. Yes. Yes. Planes, trains, and automobiles. 100%. Yes. Even
3: boats. How did this all come to be? So I uh, traveled a lot for work. I I was working in consulting. And I cut the cable cord a long time ago. And in terms of my own entertainment, Mm -hmm. I watched YouTube. And I discovered a handful of people um, five or six years ago who were making these kinds of videos. Mm -hmm. And I realized, well, I'm flying around a lot and yeah. why not give it a go? And I noticed that there was a hole in the uh in, in what was being covered. Nobody had made a video about Air France La Premiere, their first class, in mm. the A three eighty. And I had a project in Portugal and I found a flight on the Air France A three eighty, uh from Washington Dulles over to Paris, uh, and I booked it. Huh. And I made this video and I'll never forget this moment. I I, I smashed it together uh, in, in a really rough, shod way. And I was sitting in my hotel room watching the views go up. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is really kind of amazing. Yeah. There are people all over the world now who are seeing my experience on this one flight. So I just started doing it as, as sort of um, I was traveling for work. And over the next several years, it, it kind of took on a life of its own and has turned into a full-time Business yeah. really of, of creating this content uh, every week to share with uh, share with the audience so that was your first video that was what five years ago would have been about five years ago now yeah five that's right. years ago
1: so how many videos between that video and to the point where you were like okay this is going to change my life forever
3: well i was i was i, I, I mean I was on the way, and then 2020 kind of changed things. Mm-hmm. That was that made it a, yeah. a whole new world. Yeah, uh, which actually um, I can recall a moment. It was the it was a time I came here to this park right here at this In-N-Out Burger, mm-hmm. In and Out Burger in January of 2020, and I'll never forget. Right over there, there were um, some reporters doing a story about this new. Virus that seemed to be emerging and what this was going to mean, and uh, that really put uh, put a, a damper on, on our ability to to, to produce content. Yeah. Uh, yes. For obvious obvious and understandable reasons, but I would say really, um, things uh, took off. unintended. intended. Yeah. <laughs> Another Southwest 737. Just, just digging this, man. <laughs> um, uh, took off in uh, sort of 2021. Okay. And we really have, have just uh, hit a stride and are, are having an absolute blast and, and growing the channel and connecting with other folks who also share a passion for aviation and travel. And you are flying everywhere, I mean, I mean
1: everywhere, right? I mean, all everywhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we like to keep going, you know. And uh, uh, you know, if there's an interesting route or an interesting destination or some interesting way that an airline or some other transportation company is delivering a service, I want to see it. I want to experience it. I want to share it with other people who have that same interest. That's great, and I'm curious to know how you pick your destinations. It totally depends. I mean, so uh, for example. Um uh, last week or two weekends ago, uh, American Airlines out of Philadelphia is serving three cities with buses now. Mm, so yeah. you 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 fly into Philadelphia and you walk over to gate F8 expecting to see your, you know, CRJ or Embraer Embraer regional jet, but no, it's it's a it's a Prevo bus at, parked at the gate. And so so we wanted to try that experience. And so that got us to Atlantic City, New Jersey. But then um, then Suzanne, my wife, who does all the planning, uh, was looking around. Where do you go from Atlantic City? Well, the only airline that serves Atlantic City with airplanes Mm -hmm. is Spirit. Mm -hmm. So we flew from, from Atlantic City to Myrtle Beach. So how do we pick the destinations? Rudy, sometimes the destinations pick us. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, got it. Yes, I recently
2: did watch your most recent video about you uh, talking about Spirit Airlines. and what was What was oh, that yeah. like to put that together?
3: Spirit, <laughs> I, I like Spirit. I, I think it's one of those airlines that people um, people love to hate, you know. So, uh, maybe three years ago, uh, we did a series called a low cost carrier comparison, and I flew um, uh, Allegiant, Frontier, and Spirit back mm-hmm. to back. Oh, and learned that. I don't know i don't know how anybody does anything around
1: here <laughs> it's really okay if you need to look up it everyone does it <laughs> it's just it's like a natural thing
2: uh, every, every time we've had a plane fly over it's, thus far jeb's like jaws yes. to the floor
3: <laughs> <laughs> so i'm always interested in in um uh how airlines specifically deliver a, an experience because at the end of the day you know the promise is I'm going to get you from one place to another. That's mm-hmm. the, If you read the contracts of carriage, which I recommend you don't, that's really all you're <laughs> getting promised. Yeah, You may not get there when you expect to get there. You right. may not get there the day you expect yeah. to get there, but you're going to get there. And so what are what are ways that airlines try to differentiate themselves? And Spirit has this reputation of being this ultra-low-cost carrier, which... In fact, they are, right. but they've got that big front seat, which, you know, instead of the 3-3 configured cabin with the slimline seats, they're, they're bigger um, sort of traditional U.S. domestic first-class seats right. that are a little bit more padded, a little bigger in arranged range of 2-2 uh, pattern. But, you know, there are other ways that you can elevate that Spirit Airlines experience, and we wanted to try that to see if it really was as special as a, as a traditional U.S. domestic first-class experience. And? We tried really hard. You tried. <laughs> you did your best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, recently,
1: Rudy took this uh, you, you took one of those big seats, too. I to did. Boston, didn't you?
3: Yes,
2: because I actually won um, tickets through the Cranky Dork Fest giveaway. Oh, which happened right here. Yeah. Yes, and it happened right here. So I, I it was two uh, round-trip tickets. So I took my mom. We flew out to Boston. And I said, why not upgrade? I mean, the tickets are free. And, of course, I had to pay for the upgrade. But it was well worth it. Very comfy, of course, you're towards the front, and as a nav geek, one of my favorite parts is you can actually hear some of the sounds from the cockpit. You're so close mm. forward, you know, on the airplane, you can hear those
3: the the, the outer marker, the middle marker. Yeah, I, I, I do like that.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool.
3: And, and they are they are really comfortable seats. And Suzanne in that video, my wife said that um, it felt like it felt like your grandmother's leather chair because mm. it really yes, is soft. Totally. Yeah, Yeah, totally. it really is a soft uh, seat.
1: Chip, since we're talking about Spirit and the potential merger with uh, JetBlue, I mean, it, all signs say it's probably going to happen. I mean, do you do you feel like uh, Spirit is really going to, um, or JetBlue is really going to take on uh, the kind of Spirit uh, business model, or maybe bits and pieces? You know, I guess it's all up in the air at this point, right?
3: That's a great question, and I think one of the one of the most enjoyable things about this, um, I almost call it a hobby, but I think. I think we can all agree. It's, for us, it's more than a hobby; it's a, right. it's a lifestyle. It's yeah. a passion. It's right. a, yeah. It's an ethos. Um, is speculating about these kinds of things, and, and yeah. I and I and I like to look back in the rear view mirror and think about, you know, uh, what could have been. But I, I don't know. I, I, I sort of I, I think that there are people who are a lot smarter than me who are working on that issue. But right. I certainly hope JetBlue doesn't lose um, its cachet. Yeah. It's 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 got such a cool culture um, that really comes across particularly in the in-cabin experience I would hate for that to be lost yeah and you're also a fan of the
1: uh, the bright yellow spirit livery
3: I'm sorry it's like it's like a Pavlov's dog when I see that thing I've <laughs> got to take a picture it's just such a good looking airplane yeah I was I was so
2: surprised to hear that, and my apologies because I've talked about that livery on our show, and I'm not a fan. So,
3: <laughs> this is what I love about uh, another thing I love about this pod. People have such strong feelings about the about the way that these planes look, and I think it's so cool to get into. I, I remember as a kid growing up talking talking back and forth about which United livery was best, and all this. I, I love <laughs> right. it.
1: I love it. I mean, on all your travels, so we have another plane flying over our head. At Alaska Airlines seven three seven. Your favorite airplane to fly on? Airbus A350.
3: So oh, from a passenger experience standpoint, it's just spectacular. And I, and I know that there are people who have strong feelings about the, the, the way that planes look, and, and that's certainly very valid. Right. Um, j- just from the way that I sleep on a plane, there's nothing better than A350. I think the Dreamliners a really great airplane, mm-hmm. but I, I think the windows were amiss. miss. It, it either never gets bright enough or it never gets dark enough. Um, and then I, I'm just an A350 fan all through through and through.
1: Now, have you? How many have you flown on? I mean, it's same airline or oh. I've flown on the Delta A350, and I would assume you've been on many other A350s. I'm just wondering if if, it, if it, you kind of feel differently on certain airlines with their their cabin. Yeah, experience.
3: so that's a great question, and, and I can remember I, I flew on the inaugural Delta A350 flight from Detroit to Tokyo Narita, which would oh. have been in 2000. October two thousand seventeen maybe okay in any event um that was that was my first a three fifty flight um let's see that's a great one but then like Lufthansa so it's it's a great um airplane but they use their their traditional business class seating which is two 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 so you're climbing over somebody to get out if you're at the window right. so that's not 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 great i uh, i any any a three fifty yeah mean, it's yeah i, I look you're on a wide-body, long-haul flight. I mean, come on. No, I, mean,
1: I agree you with know. you. No, I, the A350 is my favorite at this point. I'm flying on a Dreamliner next week. It'll be my first one, so I'll, I'll have to report, you know, about yes. that. But, Your so. first Dreamliner. Yes. Whoa. Believe it or not, where, where are, are we going? going? Just to Dallas. Oh, not, that's not great. too far. That's great. Not too far, but um, I mean, I mean, you, you're in airports, you're in planes, you're in buses, you're in <laughs> trains. With that camera rolling all the time, do you get, you know, people wondering, what are you up
3: to? What are you doing? You know what is so funny about that? That is, that is one of the things that held me back from doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And do you know that there is only one time that somebody's asked me what I'm doing? Really? Only one time. I was flying um, with American Airlines from Phoenix. Hello, another Southwest 737. Yes. From Phoenix into Washington uh, National Airport. And uh, the flight attendant just saw me, like, filming out the window and said, hey, what, what are you doing? She was just kind of interested. And I said, yeah, I'm just making a little video. That's the only time somebody's ever approached wow. me about it.
2: Well, I was going to ask, what were you doing that caused the <laughs> flight attendant to
3: ask? <laughs> uh, I think she was just bored, <laughs> to be honest. Uh-huh. I think she was just curious, yeah. But it, it's, it's, uh, I think it's um, – it, I have a theory about travel, particularly mm-hmm. in airports. Mm-hmm. I think people are so internally focused – when they're traveling through airports, they tend not to pay attention to much, much else. Uh, they're so focused on getting where they're going, not missing their flight, making the connection, doing whatever they're doing. They, they tend not to be externally focused. Mm, right.
1: That's a good point. Very good point.
3: Airports are just yeah.
1: amazing, right? I mean, it's just...
3: It's just- you either love it or you hate it, and and, right? I, and I I am a solid love lover of the airports. I, I think you know I was I've, I've always been an airplane fan, mm-hmm. but I've created a, a, a kind of an infrequent series called Airports Revealed, where I go behind the scenes at airports around the nice. around the world and and kind of talk about, you know, really the the many airport professionals who make these things run. Yeah, I'm talking about jobs and career fields for young people. Right, and. What has really amazed me is just how amazing airports are. And let's face it, airplanes don't fly without airports. That's true.
2: It's a must.
3: (laughs) Uh, That is a 747. (laughs) Oh,
1: yes. Oh, yes. The Cathay Pacific Cargo 747 is kind of... Making that run over LAX as she will head to the south side for an arrival on 2.5 left. See, you just, and no
3: matter which way you look, there's plane in the sky. <laughs> so much to see and, here and, at LAX. And, and you're, you're used to it. My home is in Greensboro, North Carolina, which is a great place. I love Greensboro, North Carolina, but we, our airport is not quite as exciting as yours. Well, I mean, how often are you really there? It sounds like you guys that's, are basically on
1: the road, yeah, on the bus, on the train, all the time, right?
3: <laughs> we, we, do, we do keep moving. That's yeah. true.
1: I mean, how many days out of the year are you basically on the move? I don't, know.
3: Um, I don't know. I don't know. i I'll, I'll look. Uh, I, I think. I think that there's a pretty good chance. This is not an answer to your question, but it's it's something I'm I'm pretty excited about. I think I'm going to get top tier status in all three major U.S. airlines. Wow! This year.
2: Wow! That's that, crazy. That's impressive. That's it's unbelievable. <laughs> that's a whole Very different nice. level there. It's bizarre. It's it's bizarre. Now I'm really cu- curious. You've mentioned that you know on your channel you you show the airplanes. You show the trains, the buses. Do you consider yourself more of a plane spotter, a rail faner, as they call
3: it, or do we call it bus spotters? <laughs> um, I would say that I am first and foremost always uh, aviation. I, uh-huh. I, I just I, I think there's just this miracle to me. To me, I mean, think about it. How many other situations are there where you walk through a door, sit down for a few hours
1: mm-hmm.
3: and then walk out the same door in a completely different world. Mm. Like that doesn't happen anywhere else. I, mean, I never he, thought of it that way. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's like, that's deep right there. Yeah, I have very deep. never thought of it that way either. I love it. Yeah, It's romantic. I mean, yeah. you guys are watching all of these planes come and go here and think about the stories yeah. that are every one of those people on every one of those planes has a story and just the 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 miracle that that is and the professionals who work all over this campus Mm -hmm. above it below it in it around it who who dedicate their professional careers to making that happen is just incredible to me oh yes aviation aviation first and foremost
1: oh we we've had plenty of on on the show oh it's just a delta connection um, we, no, we've had Stig Aviation. He's a mechanic for American Airlines. You know, it's it's fascinating to, to hear what goes on. You know, with that, we've we've had uh, a flight dispatcher on on the show. I mean, it's just there's so you're right. There's just so many people behind the scenes, and you do that with airports revealed on your YouTube channel is you take the opportunity to kind of showcase that, right?
3: Exactly. And what I what I think I want to help people do, and I know you you are doing this as well, particularly for. Uh, my viewers who are younger, mm-hmm. who may be thinking about careers in aviation, I, I, I want to uh, share some of those careers that aren't just you know pilots or flight attendants, just the people that we, we tend to see when we're traveling. But there's so many folks who are working behind the scenes that I, that I, I want to highlight those careers.
1: So you have a lot of videos on your YouTube channel through the course of the year, and, and we were talking about one of your biggest hits. On your YouTube channel, N- not aviation related. What was it? It was a bus. A bus. The number uh-huh.
3: one video. So, uh, you know, sort of a work trip for me will, will be Suzanne will plan. Um, you know, uh, a series of, of trips uh, to, to head out um, and make a you know handful of videos. And one of those at the tail end of last year was I f- flew to um, Miami to pick up a train to west palm beach mm-hmm. then flew up to dc to take a bus to new york and this bus is called the jet bus and we made this video just basically i didn't think it was going to get any views at all uh-huh. it was just like i didn't i didn't put as much time in editing it as i usually would it was just like this is we've got it we, we publish every week and you know right. some like like everybody i sometimes put more work and sometimes right I put right but this video got to a million views in like 3 or 4 days it's wow, the most viewed video on our channel and it just it's it it's it shows that youtube is a, is a an, you never know you just never know based
1: on the, like the comments can you kind of figure out maybe why this kind of took off Were people kind of interested i guess jet bus you don't hear that every day maybe that kind of Caught people by surprise. I
3: think that's exactly right. Yeah. I think people were thrown by that. There's, you know, the channel is aviation focused, so right. okay, you sort of get a baseline there. But the other thing is, it's a first class bus, which is a relatively common concept in a lot of corners of the planet, Asia, or South America, mm-hmm. but really doesn't exist here. And so I think anytime you've got a, 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 you're putting a video out there that sparks a little bit of curiosity in people, uh, that can tend to be pretty interesting, and so th- so they click on it, and then YouTube rewards. Rewards those videos, and yeah. they just kind of blossom. Interesting.
2: Yeah, incredible. I haven't seen that video myself. I'm going to have to go check it out, because now I feel like I'm missing out.
3: <laughs> well, it, it, it's quite an adventure, and, it, and I'll tell you, it's a really cool service. It's a, it's a super convenient way, super comfortable way mm-hmm. to get between D.C. and New York, and there's a lot of competition on that on that route. Interesting. I had no idea.
1: See, I mean, these are the things that you're, you're highlighting that be, people would have had no idea. I mean, the American Airline Bus... Now, back to that, because you were talking about that. Is that just a temporary thing, or is that something new that they're just basically going to?
3: No, I, I think it's it's it it could be a, a view to the future. United does the same thing out of Denver to, I think, maybe Breckenridge. And uh, I think, oh, oh here, here comes our favorite. Rudy, Uh-oh. a little spirit action. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: spirit A320
3: <laughs> flying some, over us. Uh, some big front seats there. Uh, so, um, uh, what? What? Uh, a lot of airlines, of course, are facing are, are pilot shortages. Right. There just aren't enough right. pilots. And right. so, as if you look at these shorter routes, um, in you know, out of hubs into these um, smaller communities, a mm-hmm. uh, thirty-five passenger bus can make motor coach can make a lot of sense. And I kind of walked away from it impressed. As much as I love aviation, and I do, I like always want to be on an airplane over anything else. I think that it could open up you know, newer markets mm-hmm. that aren't accessible by plane right. in a way that could be pretty cool.
1: But th- I mean, I would assume there's some people that are like, I'm not getting on that bus. Like, <laughs> why Why are you giving me a bus? I, mean, I'm, I want an airplane. It almost I mean,
2: sounds inconvenient in yeah,
1: some sort of sense, but kind of going backwards
2: in
3: yeah, time a little bit. Th- th- there were a few passengers when we were, uh, when we were uh, getting ready to board who were surprised to see that it was not it was a bus, not an yeah. Airbus. It was a bus.
1: Yeah. Wow. And how did they feel when they were getting off the bus? So did they kind of like, okay, this wasn't too bad, I guess. Everybody just sort of scurried away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, they had
3: plans in Atlantic City. I right. didn't ask
1: questions. Right, right. I mean, you are a full-time YouTuber. I mean, you, you you, and your wife basically do everything. I mean, you are editing these videos. You're traveling. You're
3: shooting. I mean, that's a lot of work. It is absolutely incredible. Uh Kevin I cannot believe I wake up every morning and pinch myself like yeah. how how has this happened and I and I think it's happened because y- you know I have a, a real passion about this um I think we got a Delta 767 coming in this oh boy she's little, gonna be little, loud little JFK action here <laughs> oh
1: yeah there she comes what a, oh. probably pushing about 30 31 years of age with that yeah well
3: it's not the only one.
1: So, I mean, yes, yeah, so you pinch yourself every morning about being a YouTuber. Is It just feels unreal to you? It
3: feels incredible. I mean, I, I, I get to share my enthusiasm, my creativity with the world. And, you know, every week we put out a new video and there's, you know, a chance that 10 people watch it. And that's cool. There's a chance that a million people watch it. And that's kind of cooler. But it's still amazing that this, this platform has allowed... Folks like the three of us to to share our um, our what we love with mm. the world, and I think you know, growing up, I was always a, into aviation, but there really weren't other people around me who were. And I think what what these social media platforms have uh, have enabled is a sense of community across um, across place, mm-hmm. where um, you know, if, if I was a kid growing up in Greensboro, North Carolina, now I could watch your videos your streams and get a sense of of, of community right. that otherwise wouldn't be possible and i think that's a fantastic element when it comes to social media absolutely
2: i agree with you 100 we just had cranky dork fest a couple weekends ago and we experienced firsthand just what you mentioned being able to have everybody who is passionate about aviation come together and you know meet because we have that common passion for aviation i mean that's that's key
1: Yes I mean, there was no better place than right here across from the in n out burger as the planes fly over our head do you come to
3: l a often? I do actually i was I was just thinking about that um, you know there's so many important um, routes that that either start or end here I mean mm-hmm. you know the, the the sort of new York to l a um, uh, it, it, you know, peace is so competitive. i've I've made that trip more times than I can count. And then, um, just recently, I flew with uh, Finair. I've always wanted to travel to Europe from the West coast because a flight from the East coast to europe is is kind of a challenging distance. It's not really long enough right. to to enjoy. Right. Uh, you know, so I did that and it was like a it changed my world because I, I got to eat a nice dinner get a full night of sleep wake up and be ready to go it was great uh, so yeah I, I i do come out to la a, a fair amount so uh, when when was that trip
1: on uh finnair that was uh,
3: let's it was this year maybe like mm, there was snow on the ground in in helsinki so it was probably june no i'm kidding uh, <laughs> it was probably march or april all
1: right so you were there for what maybe uh, less than a week fly there fly back and then you come back you got all your footage you got a log everything is your script involved I mean tell us about how how you create one of your videos from the, the start to the end
3: yeah no that's that's great well I mean the start is um, is a solid plan uh, which is really Suzanne's expertise of, of putting together trips that that maximize content and and thinking through details I um, I went to law school and did not last very long because uh, uh, I I've got an eye for details that just doesn't exist I, I can't even I can't even see them. Anyway, so so I I go on the trip, uh, film as much as I can. So that trip I flew, well, I took the Texas Eagle, Amtrak's longest route, from Chicago out to L.A. via San Antonio. Wow. Mm. It was a long trip. Um, Hopped on the Finnair flight. Then I flew to Belfast to take a train down to Dublin. And unfortunately, the weather was so bad that I had to throw that away, which was which was a real bummer. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then um, and then flew back with Aer Lingus, and so that was you know what you know three or four videos. And then I start you know editing the videos, and for me, what that is 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 um, uh, I use Final Cut Pro, and I, I really wish I didn't. I wish I'd started with Adobe Premiere, but. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, I don't have time to learn right, a new one right, right now. Right. Um, and then i um, I do script, so uh, most of my videos are driven by voiceover, oh, okay. and uh, so I script that, and then I I put that together and and publish it out. So it's it's, yeah, I, I don't I don't have like an editor to help me. I don't have a script writer. You know, it's it really is just. Uh, just the two of us. Well, I feel tired just listening to that.
1: Ah. I mean, we're talking about, you know, I sit there for 10, 12 hours standing or standing in one place on a Sunday. I'm tired. But I mean, traveling to Europe and back and going on trains and this and that, and then you got to come back and you got to edit everything. Is there, I mean, is there ever like any burnout from all that
3: travel? I, You know, every now and then I'll be like, I think it's time to take a week off. Yeah. And I will. And and I think that's important. I think that you know you can be so focused. I can be so focused on oh we got to publish another video. It's got to do this and it's got to have these results. It's easy to lose the reason that I'm making the content. Like right. you know, it, I think that it's it's um, especially in something that's so metrics driven uh, as YouTube is, as, as right. you know. Right. Um, it, it it's important to remember why you're doing it, and I think you've got to give yourself. The opportunity to do that, right? And that's about taking breaks to avoid
1: burnout. All right, Jeb. Well, this is absolutely amazing stuff. Oh, are you having fun here, Rudy? I uh, Rudy's have. just looking at the the planes up in the I'm sky. I'm so distracted. There's a plane <laughs> flying over. All right, so we'll come back with more. Don't go anywhere on the airline videos like plane jockeys,
0: folks. Again from the flight deck. We hope you're enjoying those luxurious seats and plentiful complimentary beverages. Oh, right. This is a its a podcast. Well, then we hope you're enjoying the banter. Stay tuned for more.
1: Oh, yes. There's always, 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 always more to the story. Isn't that right, Rudy?
2: I thought you were going to start singing there for a second.
1: <laughs> well, Don't get me started. Uh, job. Uh, you know, I asked you. You come to L.A. often. What do you think of our little airport over here, LAX?
3: I am so excited uh, for when the construction. I guess it's never going to end, but maybe when it like <laughs> takes a dip down. Yeah. Um, you know, L.A. is like a lot of great airports in the United States, and it's just it's it's getting a rebirth, and yeah. I think that's very exciting. Uh, There's always so. I I, I always feel a sense of excitement and almost anticipation on an approach in LA mm-hmm. um, because it's such a special place. It's so iconic. Right. And um, yeah, so I'm excited to every time I land because it looks a little bit different. <laughs> Do you uh, always fly in the, uh, different airlines every time you come? Yeah. Uh, so it, it, uh, it totally depends on schedules and what we're doing and whether okay. there's a video or, or uh, we flew uh, Delta from Atlanta today, okay. uh, 757. Uh, which was a a beautiful flight. Um, And uh, yeah, so it was exciting to see some of the new uh, construction in process uh, there with with everything Delta's doing.
1: Yeah, big plans. I mean, uh, they just announced they're going to open up nine more gates and the new Terminal 3 later this month in October of 2022. So it's just, uh, it's amazing. And of course, this is all geared toward the Olympics coming in 2028. So hopefully they get it all done by then. Yes. Let's go back to... Being a YouTuber, I think there's a lot of people that are probably listening to this and kind of fascinated by, you know, what I do, what you do. Um, I mean, you're you've got four hundred and what, seventy five
3: thousand subscribers on YouTube. That's pretty big. Well, you know, it's and, and I'm grateful to every every single one who 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 clicked that subscribe button. Um, you know, that's that it, uh, it's it's. Again, I think I said this earlier. I pinch myself every morning. I can't believe this. I can't believe
1: it. What are you going to do for your five hundred thousand subscriber? Are you going to have a party? Oh, maybe we should. Yes, like right here. Yes, right here at the In and Out Burger. Maybe we'll hit it together. I don't
3: know. Oh, that. I don't. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I think you're on a faster trajectory. Well, I don't know. I don't
1: know,
2: Joe. I, I don't know. I was going to suggest the same, but I didn't want to get in trouble there because I don't know if I, that would be awesome.
1: That I mean, would make it a big party. Yes, <laughs> I mean. I describe you know uh, there's probably a lot of people that uh, you know that want to do this for a living can you honestly tell them yes you can i mean earlier we had a pilot a general aviation pilot who said he came up there and he was just blown away that he saw you and i but he was like i wanted to do a youtube channel but he was kind of like eh, who no no one's gonna care no one's you know whatever Uh, what do you say to people like that yeah, I... I <laughs> so we I, have uh, heavy. Uh, um, Is this Hawaiian? 8, 330?
3: No. Oh. Qantas. Oh, Qantas. Qantas? Wow. Oh, Qantas. Uh. Flight 15 coming in from Brisbane. Ooh. Oh, well. And look at that sunset on me. That's I mean. just perfect. And just what a, what a nice, solid uh, uh, little glimpse we'll be heading uh, down under in November. Oh. for the first time in in a while. So excited to get back down. We're A380. coming back with uh, we're flying with uh, Oh, this is uh, Air New Zealand. We are flying oh. on the fourth longest flight in the world from uh, JFK oh, wow. to Auckland hopefully. Oh wow. That that one's had a little trouble. Yeah.
2: Well, I wanted to ask you earlier because I finally had the opportunity to fly to Europe um, this past summer and I dealt with the reality of jet lag and boy, I didn't handle it very well. So I'm curious to know if you have any tips. I know we had a question earlier about um, YouTube, but... uh, This is is pressing. This is pressing. (laughs) We're going to come back to
3: YouTube. Um, You know, I have a weird philosophy on jet lag that many people would tell me is Flawed, false, wrong, whatever, and that's fine. I think that what jet lag really is is not getting enough sleep in a twenty-four hour period, and so like to me, you know, I just I need you know eight hours of sleep or whatever it is, and so as long as I can find ways to get that, it helps out. But the the ultimate hack, Rudy, the ultimate hack I just discovered, yeah, okay, it's a morning flight from the east coast to Europe. So when I did that Virgin Atlantic versus British Airways video. My Virgin Atlantic flight was JFK leaving at like 8.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. got into London about 7 o'clock at night, have dinner, go to bed, wake up, it was perfect. Oh, yeah. ah, I mean, I just, I wish we had more morning flights to Europe, but alas. Interesting. Um, yes. So back to that question about what whether people can be full-time YouTubers, I think the answer is yes. Yeah. But I think there's some criteria. Yeah. Number one, you've got to publish... Consistently, right? And so
1: feed the algorithm, feed the algorithm, beast. Yeah, that's it.
3: You've got it. You've got to publish consistently. And so for us, we publish just about every Saturday morning at eleven o'clock Eastern. There's a new video on the channel, and I think some of that is the algorithm, and then also some of it is just human behavior. People people learn that oh, there's going to be a new video at at eleven o'clock in the morning, and and I really like this guy, and let's go back and see it. And they get used to it, right? Right. It's like you know television sitcoms or seven o'clock every Monday night or whatever. It's just a a human behavior thing. And then number two, you've got to publish content that you enjoy watching. Right. Because if if you, as long as you do that, then, you know, it's easier to make it consistent. And if you enjoy watching it, you'll build a community of like-minded people who share that same enthusiasm, whatever it is, whether it's knitting or, um, gaming or, uh, aviation whatever it is and then the third thing and i think this is the most important and it's so hard it's this is one that people get wrong and it's about being authentic it's so appealing if you see somebody who's having success right. to try to mimic them right but the answer is another southwest 737 ah, yeah. and talk about the perfect metaphor southwest is is a completely unique experience everything right. about Southwest is distinctive they're not trying to be American Airlines they're not right. trying to be you know JetBlue or right. Spirit they're who they are and I think if you're going to create content on YouTube you have to embrace your personality and just and lean into it and be yourself don't try to mimic anybody just be yourself
1: uh, well, I was going to ask you going back that you want to watch content that you want to watch. Do you watch some of your stuff and go uh, before you release it and, and really harden yourself and go, oh no, that, edit is, that edit's not going to work. We got to re- you know,
3: uh, type out a new script for that or you know those type <laughs> of things. Do you do you start screaming at the TV? Well, I, I have uh, I have two great critics when it comes to content before we before we publish it. Number uh-huh. number one is is myself, and I and if I find myself getting bored with something, I'll be like, this is this is bad. But the better critic is Suzanne. Ah. Uh, yeah. So she'll, she'll watch these videos and be like, no, this is terrible. Yeah, like, oh, You missed this or you got to <laughs> oh, do this. Or, it's great. It's incredibly, it's invaluable. Yeah. Because without that second set of eyes, you know, I, I, you know, I think this is great. No, we need to be a little more critical. Right. So, yeah, I, yeah, that's I, think, I, think, that's, I think that's key.
1: No, that is absolutely key. Absolutely. I mean, I always run things by Rudy and executive producer Brad Ward and any friend that will actually listen, you know, or, or watch whatever I have for them. So, yeah, it's absolutely key. Uh, are you hard on yourself, though, when it comes to, you know, uh, deciding, you know, is this edit correct or is this the script right?
3: Yeah, I, I think I could probably be harder on myself. I, I, I just, you know, it's it's um, it's what I love about what you do is I want to watch... I want to watch everything I, w- I want to watch the plane taxi slowly across the across the airfield I want to watch the full takeoff unfortunately with what I do though um, that much um, unedited uh, content doesn't really work so I have to make faster cuts right I have to make you know four seconds is too long on a shot it has to be like three or two seconds on a shot um, so I I have to sort of compromise what I want to watch for what, to use your term, the algorithm beast really wants.
1: Right, right. Uh,
3: I mean, what do you uh, see the future
1: at YouTube? I mean, do, do you think this is the future? What we do, you know, in terms of, of content, you you think this is
3: for I the think, long term? I, I think you, I think you're in the right place, man. I think live streaming is like is bang on. I mean, it really is. And um, I think it's just so, um, I think it's so exciting, and it's it's uh, so real world. And right now. I think there's a lot of focus on short form content. With, um, you know, you got Instagram Reels, you got YouTube Shorts, you got TikTok, um, and I, you know, I think it's really easy to think, okay, what we're doing now is the way it's always going to be, and I like it, and so I don't really want to face change. So, I, with that caveat that I'm, I'm probably coming at with coming at it with that bias, I think long form video is something really dynamic, and the mm-hmm. ability to form a connection with a right. creator and to make. Um, to feel like you're part of that experience is, is for the long run. I mean, we, there were Greek playwrights, you know, thousands of years ago, right? I mean, I think that that, that sort of connection should hopefully stay around. Right.
2: Well, now I'm curious to ask, uh, are you able to interact with your viewers maybe when you're out traveling or is it pretty much through comments and
3: maybe messages that you receive through YouTube? Both. I, you know, I love, I love being in the comments and, and hearing the feedback, uh, good, bad, and different. I love it all. And, uh, certainly when people come up and, and, and say hello, I get some really good, uh, good feedback from them that way. But yeah, whatever, 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 uh, whatever input I can get is great.
1: How soon until you can, uh, live stream inside the cabin of a, a airplane? You see that coming? I mean, I guess you could do it maybe in a train, right?
3: Yeah. You, I mean, you certainly could. It's, it's possible. Um, I, I, I one of the reasons I wanted to meet you is just to just to learn more about about live job. streaming untapped market right there live yeah. streaming. I've done a I've done <laughs> oh, <yeah>. a couple, <laughs> I've done a couple from my desk, you know, yeah. uh, with like the key events and that kind of thing. And it is a lot of fun to connect with people right. in the moment. It's right. so fulfilling. Oh, totally.
1: Well, I don't know. I don't, untapped it's Jeb Brooks, first live streamer up in the A350 cabin oh, yes. as he travels the world.
3: Can and, you imagine? And the, the passengers all around me would so appreciate
1: it. Oh they would, wouldn't they? Oh yes, You'd kind of get that nasty look. Uh so the future is bright for you. You're going to be doing traveling
3: the world here in the next couple of months. Tell me tell us about some of your upcoming trips. Oh gosh, we've got a lot coming up. Uh you know, obviously you know things get, can always be subject to change, but we we should be in um, Spending a little time in in uh, out here in California over the next few week or uh, I guess week or so, then uh, we'll be up in Canada, then headed to uh, New Zealand and Australia uh, in November, Mo- um, December headed to Africa. Oh wow! And um, uh, hoping that uh, there'll be a little bit of Antarctica in there as well Ooh. with some interesting aviation. I'm going to leave you hanging there, oh, but some boy. really cool stuff Jeez. there. <laughs> And, uh, How
1: far out do you plan all this stuff? You, you have your whole year planned out? No.
3: We, I would say we're probably um, usually planned out about um, 60 days. Oh, that's okay. Uh, but then there, there are these bigger chunks. So, you know, we we tend to plan bigger trips around um, like the end of the year. So, uh, yeah, I think it's about 60 days out. Okay. Do you ever plan like impromptu trips? Like yeah. all of
2: a sudden, we're going to go somewhere tomorrow. Or- yeah,
3: absolutely. <laughs> that, well, that that uh, Atlantic City to Myrtle oh. Beach thing—that was we had this this whole this this weekend that was free, and we needed to find two weeks of content, and it just so exactly that's exactly oh. what happens.
2: Oh, well, what what about any maybe an airline you haven't flown before? Is that coming up oh. possibly? Uh, <laughs> well, curious. Air New Zealand.
3: I'm excited about that. Oh. I, I I've never flown Air New Zealand. I really want to. F- Oh gosh, what else? I want to fly a lot. Okay, I really want to fly a lot. Yeah, we like a lot. (laughs) A lot. I I saw it here, and I liked it a lot.
2: Yes. Oh yes.
1: I mean, there's not. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, you have. I mean, you basically have flown. I mean, how many different airlines do you think you've flown in the years? Gosh,
3: I need to check my flight radar twenty four profile. I don't. (laughs) I don't know, but um, yeah, but I'll fly anybody, anybody. Anybody. Anybody anywhere.
2: By the way have you started utilizing the new bookmark feature on flight radar 24 I have not oh check that out <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yes you can bookmark I believe it's certain registrations certain flight numbers so you can keep track of maybe a plane or a flight that you've flown on
1: recently and for fun track it later are you a, are you a plane spotter or are you just an av geek N-
3: I'm, I, yeah no I'm a plane spotter I would I would okay. I would am both what is the technical dif- difference between well, the two? Uh,
1: uh, as we're sitting here, do you want to grab your camera and take and document all the planes as they fly over? Or are You just kind of like, oh, that's really nice. I mean, there's certain. I think there's certain levels, right?
3: No, I think that if 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 we were to look at my iPhone and type in uh, airplane yeah. in the photo search feature, I, I think I would qualify. as Plane okay. spotter. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Excellent. I'm, I'm, I embrace that. Excellent. Uh, so anybody
1: is watching or listening, they're not watching listening today. Where can they find uh, your content?
3: Yeah, the easiest way is just to head over to YouTube and type in my name, Jeb Brooks, and and I should come up. But you can also check me out at greenergrass.com. That's sort of our our hub hub of everything.
1: Talk about that real quick. How did you come up with greenergrass.com?
3: Um, okay, so... Something about the grass
1: is always greener, right?
3: Well, that's it. Yeah. I, I, It was actually, um, when I was working consulting, I was given a project, and it doesn't matter what the project was, but I came up with this great brand name for it, we're going to call it Greener Grass. And so I went into my boss, I bought the domain name greenergrass.com, convinced he was going to love it, and uh-huh. he did not Uh-oh. at all. So uh, I had it, and then in 2012, I... Took a, a my first trip around the world. I did a, did a round the world trip, and I wanted to uh, remember it. So I I, I tur- took greenergrass com, turned it into a blog about that trip. Okay. And then when I started making YouTube videos, I realized I needed to introduce myself, and so I said, "I'm Jeb Brooks from greenergrass com," and it gotcha. stuck. Oh. Wow. There so you go. it
2: was kind of an accident 100% (laughs) an accident i like
3: the name i like the name thank you i think it's kind of fun speaking of it we're sitting on
1: greener grass some green grass right here outside the in and out burger greenergrass.com
2: approved green grass yes I also wanted to ask if you wouldn't mind sharing with us maybe um, some of the equipment that you use to film your videos.
3: This is a great question and also one of the most uh, complicated uh, aspects of this. It's just, it's, you know, you're traveling and there's just so much equipment uh, that's required. Um, so that seemed kind of stressful to me. So I just use my iPhone. Perfect. Really? Yeah, I just use my <laughs> Everything iPhone. is on the iPhone. Everything's on the iPhone. How do you, how do you have that much space on your iPhone? I got the the one that had the most space, and then oh I delete the videos as soon as as soon as I publish a video, I delete the uh, delete the videos. Oh, wow, that's amazing! Oh.
1: What iPhone do you have? Everyone <laughs> wants to know what kind of iPhone this is.
3: Is it it's the 13?
0: thirteen? Thirteen. Oh wow! Right? Wow. Yeah, it's Sounds yeah, it's, good.
3: It's, it, and what's nice about it is is uh, you know, look, you know, we joke about this, but I think that um, uh, what what I'm doing is is fun, right? When i when I'm traveling. But not everybody who's on an airplane is there for a fun, happy reason. Sometimes people are traveling for sad reasons. And right. I think that um, I try to be kind of not um, very public about what I'm doing, not in, a, not in a surreptitious way, but just not to distract other people. I think if I had a big camera, it, it would just be distracting. Right. Right. So it's nice to use the iPhone and be um, a, little, a little more subtle about what I'm doing.
1: I, I, I'm so jealous of you that you can do everything on the iPhone
3: Yeah, I mean, looking at all of this equipment, I can understand.
1: Yeah, how many bags are going to be checking in for the trip to Dallas? Oh, my gosh, I didn't even want to think of it. Jab, I'm so jealous. Jab, this has been absolutely amazing. Thanks so much for coming on to the Plane Jockeys podcast.
3: Well, thank you so much for for having me. I enjoy everything you guys do, and it has been such a treat to get to spend time with you, get to know you, and and, um, really develop a friendship
2: yes absolutely this was such a treat for me as well and thank you so much for joining us today
1: yes jeb thank you so much for coming on to the show make sure to go to jebbrooks.com to find everything in one spot right there right that'll do it all right rudy thank you so much for joining me outside the in and out burger thanks again for having me ah this is always so much fun thanks everyone for tuning in we'll see you next time on the plane jockeys podcast bye-bye
0: Well, folks, we finally made it. That's good, because the first officer and I have talked so much, I feel like I know him better than my brother. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Plane Jockeys Podcast, a companion to Airline Videos Live. Goodbye. Find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Airline Videos, or visit AirlineVideos.com. On behalf of the entire crew, thanks for joining us, and we hope to see you again on the next next playing jockeys podcast bye bye